It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. As um, we've talked about a lot of different things today, from the baseball slate to NBA futures, NBA free agency. We're going to talk to Pam Maldonado coming up in a couple minutes here on all things Wimbledon. Um, But also, it's look, we're getting that we're getting close now. Late June, early July, NFL season is right around the corner. What are we three or four weeks away from training camp? I can't wait. I can't. How how about yesterday? Baker actually put it out there that they ha- the Browns have not contacted him at all because people are like, okay, it's uh, the momentum's there looking like more and more. Uh, maybe we'll get a decision. We think the announcement by Friday, but the hearings continue today that, well, what about Baker? What about Baker? And Baker's like, yeah, they haven't contacted me. So I don't think that's going to happen. Teams are just going to wait. They're going to wait till they eat a bunch of that money because there's no reason to pay that dude $19 million when you don't have to. No way. This is uh, who was it a couple of years ago? Was it Bridgewater? For, uh, the Panthers, right? The Panthers ate the Bridgewater uh, money so they can move on and get them yeah. out. And, and that, that's going to happen. All right. Pam Maldonado joining us now on the Roman guest line to talk all things Wimbledon as one of our favorite tournaments of the year is underway. And yesterday, Pam, welcome to the show. Serena Williams out. What's your react? What was your reaction? Did you have any feeling that this was coming? Maybe to early exit? Were you shocked like the rest of us? Um, your thoughts on Serena and, and the uh, the match yesterday? Um, as a fan from a betting from a betting perspective, I was not at all shocked to see Serena Williams out in the first round, even though she was listed as the favorite pre match. But you know, we haven't seen Williams play step foot on court in a year since last year's Wimbledon. So it's really hard to make a comeback after that far of a layoff. Um, So I'm not surprised at all, but I think it's very promising that if she is trying to make a comeback on tour, then that was a very good match to get her, get her feet wet and to jump right back into it. She did play well. She definitely had the old Serena in her, which was some of that power forehand and that serve. So it's promising if she is trying to make a comeback. Pam, we'll spend more time on uh, what we're going to see over the over the next couple of days, but and the futures. But as uh, as far as the rest of today, the men's or women's side, is there anything that interests you on this Wednesday? Absolutely. There is later early afternoon. We have Tim Van Rijthoven, a minus one twenty favorite over American big server in Riley Opelka. I really like Van Rijthoven in this spot as a short short favorite. You're talking about grass court tennis, and it's an entirely different beast compared to hard court, compared to uh, especially clay. And while Reithoven, his style, his name is not going to be one that you recognize because he just came onto the scene this grass court season. And in one tournament, he defeated some big-name players like Taylor Fritz, Felix Lajure, Ali Asim, and that was at HP Libima. So he not only won his first HP uh, match in that tournament, 
he had his first top 25 win, first top 10 win, and then he went on to win, defeat Daniil Medvedev, 6-4, 6-1. That was, at the time, world number one um, for his first ATP title. And so you're now having a player that has a grass court style of play in that he has a really nice drop shot, backhand slice, and he does that against a big server like Riley Opelka, who's six foot eleven. He is not going to like that. And Opelka himself, though he has a big serve, it hasn't translated to success on grass. He has a two and seven record. So I really like Van Rijthoven here as a short favorite over Riley Opelka. Awesome. I'm gonna tail. Anything else you like today um, on the men's or the women's side? Um, I'm interested. I, that would be it for the day as far as betting because most of the matches have already started and or are finished. But the one that I'm really looking forward to watching is Andy Murray over John Isner. Um, I mean, he's not just a local favorite. He's a previous Wimbledon champ. Andy Murray is a 275 favorite in this match, but I would try to look for him as a parlay piece to pairing it up with something else. Um, but I love Andy Murray. He is such – I'm hoping – we're talking about Serena Williams making a comeback – I'm really hoping that Andy Murray continues on the stride that he's made because since returning from getting a replacement hip, he has a metal hip and he has been back on tour grinding for the last year, for the last six to eight months. He's been playing the challenger tours. He has been playing some of these hard fought matches and Andy Murray is definitely looking like he's getting back to full form of vintage Andy Murray of what made him part of the big four initially at Queens Club, he didn't. He ended up pulling out because of injury. But at Stuttgart, he defeated players like Alexander Bublik, Stefano Tsitsipas, Nick Kyrgios, and he was well on his way to defeating probably the most uh, formidable opponent on grass, which is Matteo Berrettini. But he ended up having getting injured in the third set, and that was the only reason for his loss. So if Murray can stay healthy, then he is definitely somebody that can contend into week two of Wimbledon. We're talking to Pam Maldonado here of Yahoo Sportsbook. Uh, Pam, yesterday Nadal had a scare. What what did you make of that? Do you think that is a, a you know harbinger of things to come here, or was that just a weird matchup, weird moment for one of the great players in the world? I wouldn't say that Nadal had a weird match and that it was he had a scare. I wouldn't say he had a scare. Um, he was playing against Francisco Serendolo who is another player that isn't a household name, but that is a very good returner. He has, he's good for his baseline game. He's really good with like plate ball placement and Nadal, who hasn't played since the French open. Well, that was just a tougher opponent to kind of get through in straight sets. It's very hard for a player who doesn't have as much success on grass like Nadal to come out and just win straight out of the gate in straight sets. So dropping one is not a surprise, and it's also not a worry. I think that was a solid warm-up. He looked sharp. His footwork was there. Um, he had he admitted after the French Open, Nadal, that he had injections in his nerves to help him get through the tournament. He's I doubt he's going to say if he's had anything um, similar to that for Wimbledon, but he's here and he's looking good. So he, now he is definitely a major threat to at least reach the final. Pam, let's move. Uh, let's move to the Thursday matches. Uh, anything uh, you like in the men's side that's uh, really popping to you right now? Um, I haven't looked yet at Thursday. Um, I just, I was on vacation for nine days, so today's my first day back. Oh, how was <laughs> so it? I, how was it? Was it? Wonder- it was wonderful. While most people are going to Vegas to go to the Strip and go to the sports books, 
I went to uh-huh. Las Vegas to get some like true R and R. I woke up late, went to bed early, had massages. I went hiking. Um, I really just laid out at the pool. It was really just complete decompress. I deleted Twitter from my phone. Oh my god, that Smart. was amazing. <laughs> and so for I was like, yeah, today's my first day back, and I'm feeling refreshed. <laughs> Not well, I, yeah, I'm going on. Well, Erin's her last show for about a week. She's taking some time off. I, I've heard that that does wonders, especially people in our job where you have to be twi- on Twitter all the time and it's part of your job. Otherwise, you just completely get lost in it. That's a very smart idea. Well, a lot of our listeners and viewers, they make their uh, trips to Vegas. But if you are looking for R&R, if you don't want to hang out in the sports book or on the strip all day, I, I see more and more of my friends that go out there. They love to go hiking. Where are some good spots? Yeah, so there's two places that you can go hiking in Las Vegas, and one of them is Red Rock. Um, that's definitely that's west of the Strip, but it's only like a 20, 30-minute drive. It is hot, so we went for late-night hikes, so the sunset hikes, mm-hmm. it, about 5.30, 6 o'clock. But it's definitely beautiful out there. Um, just pack your water. You're going to be fine. And it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous view of the – I mean, it's called Red Rock for a reason. You have just very lush, vibrant orange red hues and it's just brilliant to see if you want cooler temperatures then a little about an hour west of las vegas you have mount charleston and it drops like 20 degree difference and there's more greenery it's more just lush with green and i mean it's just great for it's just great to reconnect with the outdoors um and not feel like you're it's a strenuous walk like you go to angel's landing for example at zion national park that's definitely like one of the tougher hikes to do but both at red rock and at mount charleston there's easier walks that are probably like you know an hour and a half round trip two hours round trip so nothing that's too harsh and you can still enjoy the outdoors is that where um people go i was in vegas in february and the uber driver was telling me a lot of people go actually go skiing is that what mount charleston is in the winter they do actually yes it's not as um how would you say it it doesn't it doesn't fill up the snow like it does in other states like colorado or whatnot but it is definitely enough for you to want to go like a sledding down it's just for good family fun um, you can definitely go there for skiing, but it's not going to be, they're not going to be as high. They're not going to be, I myself have never gone skiing, so I'm not, I'm not a snow person. I'm a beach fishing yeah. person, but, <laughs> but yes, they do have snow there and they even bring in more snow to fill it up a bit, but it's a good spot. Definitely a great spot. There's a lot to do in Vegas that doesn't involve the strip. People forget. <laughs> yeah. That can yeah, be tiring when you're partying all night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. The other thing, Pam, we know about you is you are a Longhorn. So I have to throw this at you while you're with us. We got the news, what, last week? Arch Manning, one of the biggest college football recruits probably in the last, I don't know, a few years, the the son of um, Cooper Manning. He's going to go play quarterback at Texas. What was your reaction when uh, you saw that news come down? Hey, I am all the – I'm excited. I am excited, but I've also been in this spot before. We've had a good recruit. It's a big-name <laughs> player, and then we don't get – disappointed but you know what like i know that a lot of people are looking forward to the 2022 season i myself included of course but let's not forget that by longhorn lost 56 to 57 to the kansas jayhawks in overtime this was just a few months ago and people have already completely ridden that off and are saying straight to the national championship 
Could it happen? Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to what Sarge has been doing with the team. Um, he's getting some big name recognition brought into the into our into their state, which is more than we've had in a while. So um, that's a good step. I still think we're a couple of years away from doing that. <laughs> a few years. I like away. it. I like it. Basically, calling out Jenks. Uh, on the on his own network, like calm down, calm down, Longhorns Nation, a little bit. Got to take some steps here. I uh, do want to bring you back to Wimbledon for a little bit uh, because we didn't we didn't hit on any of the futures. Uh, it's still early on. Do you think uh, there is much futures value as far as timing it? Do, do you stop once it starts, or, or do you want to see some form? And uh, is there anything that that you would suggest? So I'm going to throw caution into the wind for this one. Um, there is one piece of value that you can still grab right now, and that's Rafael Nadal at plus 400 to win Wimbledon. Now, he would have to, of course, potentially, most likely, get through Novak Djokovic in the final, who is a minus 175 right now to win the tournament. The thing about Nadal is the players who are on his side of the bracket, the most, the players who had the best chance of upsetting Nadal are no longer there. You have Felix Auger-Aliassime, who was upset in the first round. He was one of the better grass court players coming into this tournament. You have Matteo Berrettini, who is by far, if you weren't betting Djokovic, you were betting Berrettini. He had to WD because of a positive COVID test and also did uh, Marin Cilic. So he didn't, Cilic didn't even get to play a round, whereas Berrettini, he won his opening match. But now those are the three players on his side of the draw that could have given him problems he has a much easier path now. So he was eight to one Nadal to win the tournament prior to this to this event, and then because of these WDs and an early upset, now Nadal has dropped down to four of one. Of which I still definitely believe that there is value because I like Nadal to reach the final even with these players in play. Now I say it, you caution in the wind because of these WDs from COVID. If you're taking any futures right now, you're running the risk mm. of anyone being a potential um, could fall next. So throw it, I'll throw out caution. Nadal 4-1 to one definitely still has some value if COVID wasn't an issue. Just keep in mind that a WD is up for grabs for any player still in the event, still in Wimbledon. There's several matches underway right now. Is Would you consider live betting anything? I don't know if you have your apps open at all. Um, but just curious if there was anything you had your eye on. Um, no, I do have one play uh, underway right now, and it's Quentin Hallis as an underdog to Nikolai Bazilashvili. I took that pre-tournament and posted it to my Twitter account, so that's the only match that mm. um, I'm He's paying minus attention to right now. right now. Minus 330 right now. He was plus 125 pre-match, which is what I'm Good. looking at. I'm looking at the – this is just purely spitballing for tomorrow. I am interested in Philip Krajanovic as an underdog to Nick Kyrgios. Not to win outright, but I would be looking at his plus four-and-a-half games or for this match to go over the 38-and-a-half. Krajanovic has uh, – he's one of those players that has a lot of variety in his game. And Kyrgios, he has that big serve, but he's just – He's, he has a hot head, and he doesn't know how to keep his cool. And he just come, coming off a five-set match to a player that's ranked 280th on tour, who he should have likely won in straight sets and said he took it to five. Now you're playing a more formidable opponent in Krajanovic. So I'd be looking at Krajanovic as an underdog, um, backing in some form or fashion. And then also Maxime Cressy. He has been one of my favorite players to bet this grass season. He is a minus 185 favorite over Jack Sox. 
but I really like him to continue his run. He's the one who he's the player that upset Felix Ogier Eliassime in the first round. And it's because there is nobody on tour that serves and volleys like he does as frequently and as successful. So I would like him to win that match. So Pam Maldonado on the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for EDL from the comfort of privacy your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Cross-sport championship parlays. That's next on the BetQL Network.